Welcome back to House Rich, the home of the world's best home buying tips. So today we're going to talk about six questions to ask your lender. So yes, you need to be asking your lender questions. This is the biggest financial decision of your life. You need to interview your lender. So before we get into the episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Coins and Culture on Instagram. The word coins, the letter in the word world culture. They are the home of the world's best home buying tips. Most definitely got a lot of dope content on that page. So let's get into our topic of the day. Six questions you need to ask your lender. So first and foremost, you need to ask them, do you match quotes? And so it's super important to ask if you match quotes because most lenders will, but some lenders may not match quotes. So there may be a different threshold on what quotes they will match. So there could be a huge threshold between like brokers and your traditional lenders or your your direct lender, traditional lenders. I think like um, Rocket Mortgage, Wells Fargo, people that are actually handling the loan and not just being a middleman like a, a broker is. And so the reason I want to ask that because you know they could be they could they could be they they could kind of hit the the uh, the check box sorry on the next five questions but if they don't match quotes you may be in a bad deal and so you've invested all this um, energy and time into the loan just to go with somebody who you can't you can't close with at the end and so that saves your time and saves that that lender's time as well and so if you really want to impress your lender don't only ask them do they match quotes ask them how many basis points because they'll know you know they know you know the deal as far as um, being informed on the home buying process. And so most lenders will match within like, uh, I'm throwing this off, 250 basis points or 200, yeah, 250 basis points. And so if you want to go a little bit, get a little bit deeper dive into how basis points work and how to accurately match quotes, you can um, grab one of my core, or I guess grab one of the coins and cultures. You can grab one of the core, excuse me, you can grab one of the courses in the link uh, of this description. But I have a spreadsheet there where it goes over how to accurately match and compare quotes um, between lenders and you know what to look at and know what basis points mean what but like on hundred thousand dollar loans on a hundred thousand dollar loan um, 250 basis points can be two thousand it's like two thousand five hundred dollars so that's a huge difference or a huge um, difference potential difference between rates and that could buy they could actually be the difference of so don't get confused here but that could actually be the difference between like an eighth of a point all the way up to like maybe three eighths of a point as far as your interest rate that call that different in basis points. So basis points and and the the eighth of a point your interest rate coming are two different things. Don't get confused by that. Um, yeah, points and all that. So don't get confused by that. But that can be a huge savings for you. Um, well, that can be a huge difference in fees and costs and all that. Knowing which uh, how many basis points they are within as far as going to match. And so the next question you want to ask them is what are your turn times? So that's super important because if a lender can't close the loan within the like the time frame within your local market, once again, no matter how great they are, like it doesn't really matter because especially in this market, there could be like escalate escalation clause in the contract. The, the the seller could walk away too. So don't forget, like when you enter into a contract, like you pay them earnest money, which is your skin in the game, which protects the seller in case you walk away late in the process. So they could be like, huh. It's a hot market. We have a bunch of other backup offers. Uh, you know, maybe if somebody came in after you, after they already signed the deal, the unit said, we're offering, you know, above what they ask. And so, huh, we can just keep the earnest money and then put the home back on the market. And, you know, they might go on a, might go on a contract again in a couple of days. So, like, if they can't close on time, 
when they can't close within the time frame that's standard for your market it doesn't matter and so also it depends what program you're looking at excuse me there but different um different loan programs between different lenders have different close close turn times too so like i was at a lender where we could comfortably close certain loans within 14 days but other types of loans took like 45 to 60 days. So I'll just say FHA loans took like 45 to 60 days. So if you know that if you're going to be in the FHA basket and you are going with the lender I was at, like 45, 65 days, was 45, 60 days may not get it done in your market. So like if you're, you're going under contract, you're like, hey, we're making an offer. Um, you know, we need to close in eight, 45 to 60 days um, from now. The seller may be like, hey, we're not even going to consider your offer because another lender may be in the in the 20 to 30 day window. So you, if if the offers are similar, the turn times are automatically going to excuse me the the time to close is automatically going to trump um, you know your your long drawn out offer there. And so also long term times are indicative of like a clunk, clunky or slow um, or or slow underwriting process a mortgage process in general so like if, if they're quoting you a super long turn time they mean mean their ducks may not all be in a row so maybe they're not the lender to go with anyways if they say hey we need 45 60 days to close this loan when the standard in your market maybe it's, it's probably, probably like 30 days there so number three what loan programs do you 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 the lender do you specialize in not ones that you have available which ones do you specialize in that's super important because different loan programs have different guidelines so like i was at a so as a lender i have never in my life done a USDA, usda loan so i'm probably not the lender to do a usda loan for you i could probably get the job done but here's the thing the more experience a lender has and the more times they've done a certain type of loan the more problems they've run into so the more ways they know how to pivot so that's super important because every lender messes up every lender makes mistakes i mean the guidelines are this thick every lender is not going to know um, every single guideline a lot of times you find out when you the underwriter says hey this or that or uh, you know something something uh unfortunate happens that's that's obviously that's all the time but often lenders find out about or your loan officer finds out about guidelines that way because no matter how great your loan officer is they're not going to know the, the the guidelines as well as the underwriter i mean that's just what it is so um, you want to know what loan programs they specialize in and how long they've been working on those loan programs because like i said if you're going to have a so conventional, conventional is a pretty basic, straightforward loan. But like when you're looking at like, um, particularly FHA and FHA is pretty straightforward too. But when you're looking at like VA and like uh, USDA loans, those are kind of like those are a little bit different. Have different uh, guidelines um, as far as um, needing maybe a lender that specializes in those type of loans. And so that dovetails into my next question or my next uh, yeah next question. How long have you been in the business? So. Like I said, experience um, means that they they probably had more, um, they probably run into more items and know more ways to pivot than somebody that's new. Being new obviously is, is no harm there. I mean, everybody's been new. Um, no, new, being somebody being new, they may be more eager to, to work with you or more eager to take your phone calls. If you got a wildly veteran that's closed on 100 loans uh, plus loans a year, they may be, may be more procedural. Like, hey, this is the way I do things. I don't got time to answer your your phone calls you know after hours and all this this is the way i do it you know um i got my book of business either take it or leave it so um like i said experience is not necessarily a good or or bad thing which um goes into my next question what are your working hours so like i said 
you could be with like and this is not a bad thing by any means but you know there's some lenders that are like i said they've been in the game for for years 10 15 years they got their book of business they're doing you know five figures a month as far as income they're closing triple digit loans a year and they're just like hey i've been doing this 10 15 years i i was a new loan officer i I went through my bumps, I went through the calls, I went through the late hours and all this. I've established myself now. Now I don't want to deal with the stuff. I'm working at 9 to 5. I don't want to deal with calls after 5, 6 o'clock. I don't want to talk to you in the weekend. Um, I don't want to have to train you super hard on, on this and that. You need to come to me prepared. And so like I said, they, they've earned that. So that's your choice to say, hey, that's a lender I want to work with or not work with or, or not work with. But that's why you want to know what their working hours are. Because if you're a... Um, a green thumb person and you need a lot of attention you need to talk to a lender that's going to be able to take your calls on the weekends and and do this that answer calls after hours and give you special attention so you need to make sure that that is the lender for you and so last but not least if you're looking for down payment assistance or you need one of those programs you want to ask the lender pay attention to this one you want to ask the lender what down payment assistance programs are available for me not which ones they have, which ones are available to me. Those are two different questions. So when it comes to down payment assistance, lenders typically have to be certified in that down payment assistance program. So there could be a, a, a down payment assistance program available to Dallas County, but the lender's not certified to lend on that. The lender cannot offer that to you. And therefore they will never bring that uh, down payment assistance program up to you unless you ask them, which is why you ask them which ones are available not which ones that they have specifically. And then ask them which ones they have as well. Like certain lenders have certain um, programs as well. Like I've, the thing I did in the past video, I did one that like Chase has, Bank of America has, Wells Fargo has as far as your major lenders. And there's also certain like county stuff. Like there's the one I think here for like Dallas County where I've seen you can get like $30,000 or something wild like that. But a lot, all lenders are certified to lend though. So knowing what programs your lender is certified to lend in is super important. So um. Yeah, there we go. Those are six questions to make sure you ask your loan officer. If you watch this long and not subscribe to uh, the channel, um, hit the button down in one of those things and subscribe. Um, share this with a friend, the YouTube, the podcast, and all else me grow. Looking to become the number one platform in the world for home buyer education. And I hope you can help me get there. So uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for your support. And uh, until we meet again.